Hello, everyone. I'm Melina. And I'm Aditi. Welcome to an episode of Yakin' About Bojack. Yes, welcome. Melina, what did you think about this episode? Season 6, Episode 9, Intermediate Scene Study with Bojack Horseman. Yes, we learned so much about what is acting. Acting, exactly. This was the opener of Season 6, Part 2. So this came out January 31st, 2020. So we ended on that cliffhanger. And it's kind of started immediately afterwards from the cliffhanger, but it doesn't answer any of our questions. I mean, there are some hints of some things it answers. That's true. It definitely does have continuation. It, like, tells you, okay, things are happening. But we get to kind of see... I think a relatively happy story. Like this was kind of surprising from Bojack. It was a happy story. Like our solo Bojack stories, at least pre season six, pre rehab have been less happy. Yeah, that's true. We just have random kids running into alcoholic anonymous meetings. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, what is- I was shocked. <laughs> like, I understand that maybe in college, you know, you're you're young, you're not really thinking critically of the consequences of your actions. But mm. I feel like that's not true. Like that was really disrespectful for college students to do. Right. I don't know. I had thoughts, Melina. I had so many thoughts about that. <laughs> but before we get started, do you want to hear a summary? Mm-hmm. Okay. Bojack starts teaching at Wesleyan College, and he struggles in the beginning working with the students, but finds a way to contribute and grow their skills and, and even gives them opportunities to meet with a real L.A. manager, Princess Carolyn. He continues going to AA and taking care of himself and trying to invest in his relationship with his sister, Hollyhock. However, since Christmas break, Hollyhock seems distant and upset with her brother. Uh-oh. The truth came out. Yes, but Bojack doesn't know it yet. I think he definitely is suspicious because at one point, Hollyhock says, yeah, I don't think you should go to the celebration. There's going to be alcohol, which he's like, fair enough, and young girls. And he's like, what? <laughs> Not good. Plus, mm-hmm. at the end of this episode, Charlotte calls and says, hey, you need to stop it, whatever's happening, because the reporters are harassing Penny, and I don't want her to have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think is fair, but also probably like I think in the sound editing of that episode, they really showcase Bojack. I think it was his heartbeat, was it? Mm, yeah, it was pretty loud. His breathing too was like getting heavy. Yeah, that is a panic attack. And unlike when Hollyhock was having a panic attack at that party, there is no one to really help Bojack in terms of, you know, uh, start pointing out everything you see or walk him through it. And I don't think he started going to see a therapist, right? He's definitely still doing AA meetings, but he's not mm-hmm. going to a therapist, right? As far as we can see. Although given his his finances, they seem to even be not doing as great as he thought it was. Yeah. We were like, oh, he's chilling. He's cruising. He is spending like he normally does. And this is the guy who also on a whim bought a boat and then it went down the drain and on a whim, like stole the D. And so I don't think Bojack has ever really paid attention to his finances before. And maybe he's just been draining over the past six years, you know? Yeah. And then just now his account is like, oh, we're going into the reds. Oh, no. Yeah. His accountant is he better or worse than Oxnard, Mr. Peanut Butters? I mean, it's hard to say because Oxnard, he just kind of gets dragged into whatever Mr. Peanut Butter does. Yeah. 
But he's way more aware. And he gives Mr. Peanut Butter like heads up ahead of time. He's like, this is a bad idea. You should not do it. And then Mr. Peanut Butter does it anyways. <laughs> Whereas Bojack, his accountant is sort of like retroactively looking at stuff and is kind of slow. It seems like he's gone through a lot of cocaine and he's not really up to date on his uh, on his uh, receipts. <laughs> yeah, well, now he is. Better late than never. Yep, six months in rehab. And it was every four weeks, it was 160 or something like that. Oh, he did six months. You're right. Because you, oh. So I think roughly we're looking at he spent $640,000. That is like, that is a lot of money. He's he's very rich, right? That is half a mil, which mm-hmm. I expect for Bojack to be a drop in the bucket, you know? Or we thought. Yeah. Well, oh, but also all the damages, you know, that <laughs> they probably have to pay off too. Like throughout yeah. the season. Oh, true. For all that other stuff. Like he does spend quite a bit. So maybe that's true. And I think his accountant was like, just make a movie. You'll just make it back in a second. Like this is so small. <laughs> really makes me wonder why. I think I have this thought. I'm like, I guess if you're spending that much, you need to make movie money, right? To, to really compensate for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 640000 in six months is a lot. So that's that's half a <laughs> mil. So it's still, it's still a really high rate of increase. But he's going to sell Elefante, so it's all saved, right? <laughs> to Mr. Peanut Butter. To Mr. Peanut Butter, uh, who is going into business with Joey Pogo. Who is also going to be like, hey, Nikos, you should have a, you should grow a relationship with Joey Pogo, and then you guys can have sex, and then we'll get married, and then we'll never talk again. <laughs> But we'll still run a business together. I like how Pickles brought up that they should really think through the ramifications before doing anything long term. And I was like, you know, they could still go at this plan. I think the idea that was that Mr. Peanut Butter wants Pickles to like Pickles said she didn't feel like this was enough and they wanted to be back together. Even the score, it was really the emotional betrayal, which is more hurtful. So how do we make it emotionally betraying? But mm-hmm. the fact that Mr. Peanut Butter's given it its blessing undermines that from the very start. Mm-hmm. So I really think it's short-sighted. But regardless, anyways, I think even if they do this, if they were smart, Melina, they would just keep the arrangement with, they can pick someone else who's a stranger. She can form a relationship with a stranger, you know? (laughs) I'm very curious to see how that will go. I see, I see. What are your thoughts overall on the relationship success between Pickles and Mr. Peanut Butter? I think she might end up with Joey Pogo, maybe. Ooh, hot take from Melina. Yeah. <laughs> Her prediction for the end is that it's just going to be pickles and Joey Pogo and Mr. Peanut Butter just an Elefante, right? The restaurant? Yeah, and Mr. Mr. Peanut Butter will be like, oh my gosh, what happened? She was so fun before. <laughs> and now she's all jaded. Also, the point is by owning Elefante, he will be pickles his boss which i'm like why is she still working as a waiter well i guess she should right like i guess she's trying to be like i'm not going after your money but like definitely what is pickles aspiration if it's to be an influencer she doesn't have to continue working as a waitress right yeah because from what we saw she had a decent amount of followers and such yeah which makes me think she should be making enough money as an influencer i love how we're like the financials don't make sense We're right now Paige and Maximilian. We're like, things are suspicious. Follow the money. And we're just trying to investigate it because something doesn't gel. Okay. If you are A, marrying a very rich man, as Pickles is, and B, already have a bunch of followers enough that you can have an influencer career independent of your to be rich fiance. Why are you still working at it? Because it clearly doesn't seem like she really was passionate about the job or is doing a good job, you know? (laughs) 
I will. I guess maybe they'll explain in the next few episodes. We'll see. Maybe, maybe Pickles actually does like the job. She's just bad at the job. Hmm. Just like how she's trying to be a air flight controller, I think, and system administrator. It was really into them. Oh my god, just very short-sighted. Okay, um, let's drain it back in because this episode yes, was really yes. more about Bojack, right? And Hollyhock. Yes, yes. So, what did you think about Bojack trying to connect with Hollyhock this episode? To be fair, if I was Hollyhock, like even without the whole knowing what happened in the past, I'd also be yeah. like, "Can you not follow me to every single thing all the time, every time?" Like, I have my own life too. Yeah, I definitely think because she is a, I think Hollyhock's at that age, and she has eight dads, right? And mm. Bojack is her brother, but I would also feel like he's a bit harshing on her. Like, they don't have to hang out all the time. And mm-hmm. even if you have a sibling, Melina, you and I both have siblings. You don't hang out with your sibling all the time. You, like, hang out with them, especially if they're coming mm-hmm. to visit. And, like, my sister doesn't live in the same place as me. So when she comes to visit, we hang out together. Mm-hmm. When we were living together, we we're living together. We're not going to hang out all the time, right? We have our independent lives. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't have only one friend. Mm-hmm. And Bojack only right now has one friend, which is Hollyhock. And so he's really, like, hanging on to Hollyhock. But she's like a college kid. She's trying to live her own life. And you're right. Yeah. Ignoring everything about Penny, a Hollyhock's response is pretty reasonable. Yeah, like, plus she's a professor. We can go get some professor friends. Exactly. His own age. And like, actually develop. He just doesn't have any friends in this environment. He has kept in touch with his old friends, which I'm really proud of him for. And mm-hmm. he's still taking care of himself, going to AA meetings. He's mm-hmm. staying sober. He was really mm-hmm. considerate. He is, even when people disrupted the AA meetings, and we'll get to that. <laughs> He was so, he apologized. He's, and he even told like Stan to continue his education and he loved being here. Like he is hmm. doing the right thing, but like guaranteed it's only been a few months. He really just needs to make some friends, you know? Yeah. And like, he's a fun guy. Like we didn't even see any other professor at all. Like I was just like, no. there are faculty here, right? Yeah. we There are faculty. <laughs> I loved how he rode his bike in in the winter. That was really cute. <laughs> this is the first time we're seeing Bojack wearing like really distinct different clothing every single episode, right? Mm, that's true. Yeah. This is like the new arc. And I really liked it. I liked how he's starting from scratch. He's really trying new things. Like, I think that was good. But mm-hmm. yeah, we didn't see him socialize with other people. It was sweet though. Did you think it was sweet? That he cared for Hollyhock? Yeah. And that he was like, oh, I'm going to learn everything about rugby because that's her thing. I'm going to be all in. I'm going to be invested. Mm. Yeah, I think that was nice, but also give her some space. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Melina's very firmly in the camp that you've got to give them space. How would you feel if your sibling really got involved in your life when you were in university? First of all, I'd be weirded out. First of all, I'd be like, do you not have friends? <laughs> <laughs> like someone your own age? Hello? <laughs> Oh my god. I like how we both are so mean to our siblings. So like, in that realm, Hollyhock's response is fine. But Mm -hmm. how do you think this is relative to like, now that she knows about Penny? Like, we're we're 100% Mm -hmm. sure Peter told her, right? Yeah, yeah. Especially with the whole dropping of the, yeah, alcohol and girls at this party. (laughs) So she didn't confront him. Yeah, she didn't confront him. Plus, she also said, like, we don't even know each other to... Bojack, which is more hurtful from like give me space. Yeah, but it's also true in a sense. It's like yeah, they only really do know each other from these few things. But she doesn't know all the things he's done in the past five seasons. That's true. But they were talking every Sunday. Yeah, but it's like you can talk once a week and still not 
know a lot about the other person. Like they, it's kind of like social media where like you just see the highlights of the person's life. This is true. What I mean to say is, I think that's kind of hurtful to say to someone that you are forming a relationship with. I still think it was wrong for her to say that. Like it's true, but it's sort of like Melina. We have been mm-hmm. friends for years, but I do not see you every moment of the day. It is a true fact to say I don't really know you, but it's kind of hurtful to say that to someone, right? Because we have built a relationship over time. So yes, I don't know everything about you. I don't know everything that happened before we met when we were like, what, 17 or something? <laughs> like, I don't know you. I've heard stories of it. I haven't heard all the bad stuff, but you know, I don't know that person that was you, but I've gotten to know you. I don't spend every hour, every minute of the day with you, but I think that that's still a hurtful thing to say. I think she meant to say because she knows the things he did. And I think she was yes. thinking of whether or not she wanted to broach the topic, which she yes. chose not to, but... Which made it worse. And it's kind mm-hmm. of interesting because Hollyhock is a much more direct person, even in her fights with Tawny. Mm-hmm. But Bojack, shockingly, is much more direct than he has ever been this whole episode, right? Notably, mm-hmm. the kids, he like tells them right away about stuff. Um, He's directly confronting Hollyhock when he was upset. And he's not aggressive. He's just like, hey, am I doing something wrong? Can you tell me what I'm doing wrong? Mm-hmm. Instead of doing a classic Bojack as he did with Todd in previous episodes where he would hire Margot Martindale to sabotage <laughs> things, right? And make them fall out, you know, like get her to really get into rugby, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> go incognito into the rugby team and sort of like make Hollyhock trip so that she actually <laughs> likes the activities Bojack likes instead, you know? I think this is, like, to me, this is growth. Like, from season five to here, this is, I think, the most growth we've seen from BoJack. And it looks like it's almost been, like, a year of this, right? Mm-hmm. Which makes sense, given, like, once he left rehab, he was actually focused on changing his life. Like, yes. Actually going to Alcohol Anonymous and all these things. Yeah. But Hollyhock does not know that. Yeah, Hollyhock doesn't know that, but she she is kind of aware of it, but I think she has now heard this news. What mm. do you think she knows, right? Because we don't know what Peter told her. What do you think Peter told her? Mm. I mean, so when the last episode, Peter did say, like, there was a strange man and then, like, who, like, just left his intoxicated, more alcoholic, her, her like, um, yeah. his girlfriend who was, like, poisoned with alcohol and we know it's Bojack. I don't think he knows, like... I don't think he told her to the extent of the whole Penny situation. Like, I don't think yeah. he knows about that. I think it's just the fact that he was there and he was irresponsible at the party. And he was like... Actually, no, no, he would have known. Well, would she have known? Yeah, yeah like, then... would Penny have told anyone? Like, what information would have been known? Because mm-hmm. so far, like, the whole girlfriend situation and the fact that it was strange that a grown man was living with them yeah. and penny may have mentioned that she had a crush on him because mm-hmm. it kind of seemed like penny did at the end but yeah yeah, yeah like I, I yeah. yeah i don't know yeah i don't think it's to the extent of like exactly what happened between bojack and penny mm-hmm. but like she knows something yeah like so I, so something that was bad enough that she would hesitate to bring it up yeah but i don't know what okay what do you think about the in- reporters harassing penny like what do you think's happening why do you think charlotte's calling yeah so they're probably following the lead and then they're trying to get more information about the whole Sierra Lynn thing and they're trying to be like so who's this man who was with you kind of thing and yeah. then, of course penny probably doesn't want to th- think about it talk about it yeah like she just probably wants to get on with her life 
Yeah, I think like this is something that was a weird thing that happened, and like Peter has some trauma from it, as we talked about last time, right? From the mm-hmm. um, alcohol, uh, the alcohol poisoning of his girlfriend, and sort of mm-hmm. it was a stressful time for them. Mm-hmm. I think they definitely want to move past it, and I don't think Penny. She's probably a little bit also embarrassed by that time in her life, which her mom was probably also not keen about, right? Yeah. Not that she needs to be embarrassed, but I'm sure there's a part of her being like, her mom told her to go in and like, she was also saying no to this man. And then there was all this stuff. And he was like really creepy. It's probably not like, definitely Bojack is in the wrong. I'm not justifying him here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Penny probably just isn't saying anything because she doesn't want to think about it anymore. And then the reporters are like, oh no, she's hiding something. She's hiding something. We must get it out of her somehow. And also like, I think she definitely wants to move on past this life. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. know. Like, I, this is my other question to you. Like, do you think there's something that Penny could press charges for? Mm, she was not underage at that time, right? I think, I think we discussed this before. Oh, I think we did. 17 was the legal age in New Mexico. Okay, yeah. So, because then technically there wouldn't be any, like, charges for, like, underage kind of thing. Like, I feel that even if she tried, it would, in this kind of situation, it'd be like a he said, she said kind of situation. Yeah. Which is always, like very murky like yeah i think also though it yeah it would have been i don't think it's something you can legally press charges like there was nothing illegal about it because Mm -hmm. yeah i also double checked the new mexico age of consent is 17 Mm. and she was 17 so Mm. there's nothing really you can press charges on and it's probably something they just don't want to talk about because it was Mm -hmm. i guess like the only the only thing they could probably I like um alcohol to minors. Yeah, the the alcohol to minors part. Although like they're an adult though then at the time though, right? So they're not minor no in the US I think drinking age is twenty one. Oh okay, right. Right. So and he's an adult giving it to minors. So alcohol to minors also DUI is probably for like drinking under the influence, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are probably the two things you can probably get with. Okay, mm-hmm. sorry. Coming back, we went down the penny rabbit hole a little bit. Mm-hmm. Holly talk going. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about Bojack as a teacher. So mm-hmm. what did you think about him as a teacher? He was really nervous in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, did not expect the kids to have questions. Yeah, he was just going to, he almost like gave up on that first day. Yeah. He says it was acting. I don't believe him. I think that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I think he definitely saved himself when he realized that he's maybe not a theory teacher, which he thought he was, but he's more of a applied teacher. You know, he really knows mm-hmm. how to help in concrete examples. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like he's actually helping. Did you think that was true? Like he gave feedback to them all. Yeah, he told them all they all sucked. Not in that exact words, <laughs> but it was kind of implied. Only one person or one dog was actually decent, as she told as he told Princess Carolyn. But I don't think he just told them they sucked, Melina. I think you're really doing a disservice to Bojack by saying that. He gave them all constructive feedback about their scene. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, he didn't. Yeah, no, for sure he gave like um, feedback. But in the very end, like especially when they came to talk to, like he was talking to them in their office and such. He was kind of like, you know, like you might want to look at other career paths, like focus yeah. on other things. Which I do think is smart. So he had three students that he was concerned about. And so mm-hmm. the first two, he talked about how he was like, you should look at some other options. I know this is your major, but you should look at also, you know, finishing school and looking at some other majors. I, I'm i on the fence. Like, I do think Bojack was doing this positively and he wasn't mean. Like, old Bojack would have been so harsh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this Bojack was more like, I'm as an advice, I think it's probably good for you to hedge your bets, which is not 
bad advice because the acting industry and a lot of arts industries can sometimes be really hit or miss and there's some luck associated with it. Mm -hmm. I do think you can probably still make it. Uh, It does have that degree of luck and he can help them find like someone who's connected. Mm -hmm. And like they still have the right to choose how you want to live. You can choose to ignore that feedback. I don't think it's bad. Like there are people who are going to harsh on your on your jam, you know, mm-hmm. your whatever they're going to say that, but you don't need to be discouraged. Um, I do think it came from a good place. And I did not like how the first two students reacted, which was crashing an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. Um, the first one was making fun of al- like alcoholics, which I thought was really distasteful. It was not mm. necessarily fun, but it was making a mockery of the people there, which I thought was really bad. And Mm-hmm. it's such a contrast to how Bojack really behaves because he was apologizing be like this is really out of character and I was like wow Bojack mm-hmm. and then the second one as well who did something similar where then they had both of them coming in I was like that's disrespectful yeah I don't even know how they like found out about it to be honest yeah. like, how did they know he was going to the meeting I think they followed him which is also really like you should report your students if they do that that's <laughs> not great the last one Amy I think Definitely when he was speaking to her and in the office, Mm. like I think teachers, if you're trained, like Bojack has not been trained as a teacher. I don't know Mm. if college professors are trained, but like high school and like anyone who's working with minors, you're trained to also be able to call CPS. Mm. And they have you look at the signs of whether a child has been neglected or whether like parents have, and they like, like ask questions and stuff like that. And there was a part of me that suddenly was like buzz, buzz, buzz when Amy was speaking, which I think that's what they want the audience to know. Like that's her mm-hmm. character, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is set up because he's going to think she's going to do the same thing. But she wasn't. <laughs> very awkward. Yeah, very awkward. She was missing classes because she genuinely needed help from AA. I hope that she goes back to AA. <laughs> I hope that she does too. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of expected Bojack to like run after her a little bit, but I'm glad that Bojack was also trying to learn to make sure like, you know, his students weren't ruining again another meeting and making this disrupt disruptful because he just moved into this new group mm-hmm. and this new meeting. He may have to drive over to another city or something now because I don't think they want him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, there should have been a moderator at a meeting too. That should have been like yeah. kicking these people out. Exactly. Right. Like, I don't think it's all in Bojack either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he also gave Stan advice. Um, Stan, mm-hmm. who is the only good actor who Princess Carolyn was the, was the only one who was like, oh, he seems to have the look, he's the type, wants to hire him. He gave him good advice. He was like, you probably will regret if you don't finish school. And it's only a few years. I think Bojack was projecting a little bit though also because he's mm-hmm. like, he was so happy being here. And he's like, you'll like I wanted to come back here so much. Like this is the only time you'll be free. Mm-hmm. What did you think about all that? I think a lot of it, as you said, was definitely Bojack's projection. Like especially when he's saying like the real world is harsh and like you're safe here and there are uh, which is not necessarily untrue. Like, the real world is definitely different from, like, the bubble of college and university. Yeah. But a lot of it, I feel like, is also from his own experience. He's had to go through so much and do so much in the real world. Yeah. But I do think it's good for Bojack as well, of Stand as well. And it's good that mm-hmm. he brought Princess Carolyn to both talk about industry. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really good for them to ask questions. Mm-hmm. And also because the fact that the showcase has people in industry come every year will make it a more prestigious event. It's good for the school. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they're people successful, like, this is a great thing to do as a prof. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of the writer Brandon Sanderson, and he teaches at BYU. 
And I think for his lecture series are also online. If you ever look at, he's a author. He actually brings in someone else who works in like self-publishing because he doesn't self-publish and he brings them in so people can ask about that Mm. talk. And I think it's, it's really great when your professor is teaching a trade and a skill that they are also proficient in, Mm because then they can provide that type of like real life experience as well as some of the theory and no, that makes sense, especially in like acting. It's like it's all it's a lot of connections, a lot of like knowing different people and like getting your name around and different things. Yeah, like we saw with like Gina, like and the um the directors uh, Kelsey and I forget who was Justin, I think, in the last episode where it's like yeah, Kelsey, Janice, and Justin. Yeah, and then it's like Kelsey's like, oh, I heard of Gina. Like, what's she like? Oh, okay, maybe I'm local for her. Yeah. Exactly, like, exactly, name recognition, your reputation, and also, like, really networking is so crucial in these in these industries, especially. So I think that was great. Mm-hmm. What did you think about his advice, though, to Stan? Do you agree with it? To stay in school? Yeah. I don't think there's a right or wrong thing, per se. Like, there are definitely stories. We hear a lot about, like, entrepreneurs in the current like in real life where they dropped out of college and became really big and others who also dropped out of college and and just stayed. I also (laughs) heard quite a few actors that done the same thing as well. Like Ashton Kutcher, I think, didn't finish college as well. And Mm -hmm. he did the same thing. He started acting partway through. Mm -hmm. And I think John Krasinski as well. I have to check these. So I may be wrong, but I remember in a few interviews, they talked about them. So Mm -hmm. these are also people like Hindsight, like we may be only hearing about successful cases, right? Like mm-hmm. they, they were successful and so they're talking about it, but there can be also a lot of cases in which they weren't successful and mm-hmm. which you don't hear about them as well, right? Yeah. I don't think Bojack was concerned about the success though. Oh no, no. He was just, uh, I think like we said before, the whole projecting thing, like he was just like yeah. wanting to keep the students safe. Yeah. Okay. Last bit that I wanted to talk about, Melina, which is a fun bit that I wanted to share mm-hmm. is Wesleyan University is a real university. Did you know that? I can see that, given Hollywood is a real place and every many other places in Bojack. Yeah, but Hollywood is not, and neither is Labrador Peninsula. Oh, yes, the northern <laughs> Quebec. As okay, I should clarify. Hollywood, <laughs> ha- Labrador Peninsula is a real place, right? Like, it is, in fact, a peninsula on the tip of the province of Quebec. However, <laughs> the place that they showed on the map in that episode was larger than Labrador Peninsula, okay? <laughs> And number two, it's not actually a place full of dogs. Like, I think that was also unreasonable. Plus, it is, like, northernmost Quebec, and it was, like, winter, and, like, I don't think you realize how cold it is there. Like, that is very north. That's why Melina and I are making fun of this. I think there's probably people going to be like, you don't know that Labrador is actually... Like, yes, you totally are not denying that. Just the place they depicted was not real. <laughs> I mean, if someone expects their town to be full of dogs, walking, talking dogs that run it, I'd be very concerned. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so Wesleyan University. Melina, I'm going to ask some questions, see if you know anything about this university. I probably don't, but go on. (laughs) (laughs) Can you guess what time zone this university is in? PST. Oh, interesting. You think it's PST. Keep in mind the first episode, it was snowing. Yes. Okay, PSC, you're wrong. It is Eastern time. <laughs> okay. Melina, do you... Okay, I... Okay, anyways, we'll, we'll continue with this. Second, <laughs> which U.S. state do you think it's in? I'm going to make this multiple choice. Okay. New York, mm-hmm. Maine, mm-hmm. Connecticut, mm-hmm. Massachusetts. My geography is not the best, no. but let's go with Massachusetts. You are wrong. It is Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. okay. 
Okay. Do you want to know who some of the famous alumni are? Sure. Okay. Some of the famous alumni are, uh, we have Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you expect that? No. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, Michael Bay, <laughs> the director. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Director of Pearl Harbor, Transformers, uh, D.B. Weiss, co-creator and showrunner of Game of Thrones. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, and then we have some stuff, some people who are also not in uh, the TV movies, but there are a lot of people in TV movies. Uh, Scott Go- Godelgeib. I can't say his last name. I'm so sorry, Mr. Scott Godelgeib. <laughs> uh, physician who served as a commissioner of the FDA. Oh, interesting. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and then we have some people who are poets, re- writers, but there seem to be also quite a few people who are in the. Uh, art specifically the performing arts okay so fun fact wesleyan's prestigious exciting melina we had our yes. fun section here this was hilarious great time melina you guessed everything wrong you have no <laughs> idea what's happening i'm so shocked but do you have any predictions for what's going to go down the rest of season six part two well i think we're just going to address the penny situation somehow mm-hmm. don't know how but i don't think he's just gonna like leave them like that okay just yeah, especially with this whole, like, I'm going to change my life now kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I want to see Mr. Peanut Butter's train wreck of a relationship with Pickles. Okay. okay. <laughs> You're predicting it's a train wreck. <laughs> yeah. But who knows? Everything seems to turn out well for him, so who knows? Your other prediction was also that Pickles and Joey are going to get together. And oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be Mr. PB and Elefante. Yes, yes. What do you think about Bojack now, Melina? For the famous question I've been asking now, famous in our words, but the question mm-hmm. I've been asking every end of the podcast now, mm-hmm. do you think Bo- Bojack's good or bad? How's he doing on that stair model? I think it's neutral still. I think... Did he take any steps this episode? Do you mm. consider the fact that he was proud of his kids, um, kids, his uh, students, and they actually seemed to improve? They got a standing ovation at their showcase... Um, and they even thanked him with, with flowers. Does that count at all towards his steps becoming better or down? Or what are your thoughts? Mm, I feel like um, not necessarily. Like, I think it's great that he did all of that. Yeah. I, do, I think that he's like, because he's in a business of like, he's been in showbiz for so long. Like, he knows like acting and such. And like, Certainly him not being an asshole. Yeah, like I think, think, Melina, it's more mm -hmm. than not being an asshole. Like, that's neutral. He Mm -hmm. has actively chosen to, one, continue to stay sober, and two, Mm. is actually put these children's needs and actually address them. Like, he made a positive impact on their lives. That's true. But I guess for me, it's kind of like, if you're a professor, that should be what you're doing. And that doesn't make it that it's bad. Like, here's here's the thing. I'm making an argument, Melina. Like, I think mm-hmm. you're being really arbitrary about this. Like, I'm mm-hmm. saying, does he? he's making steps forward. And I would say yes. Like, he was not doing well before. You agree. Mm-hmm. And he was taking steps downhill. Mm-hmm. And this is not just him no longer taking steps downhill. Mm-hmm. That, I think him no longer taking steps down would be like him continue to stay in LA and then doing nothing with his life. Hmm. But not doing anything more bad. He wouldn't drive with the DUI. He would just go to AA meetings. He would just stay at home. Mm. He's doing more positive impact than that. You agree, right? Yeah, you agree. He's doing more positive impact. 
Yeah, I think it, I, am, I think he is doing more positive. I am very curious to see what he does with the Penny situation. Yeah. I think that will have a really... That we a definitely really don't strong, know about that. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying he's doing 10 steps, but I do think you're being a bit harsh when you're saying he's doing <laughs> nothing, right? Like, I do think neutral is, you know, no impact, where I do think it's positive impact, and I think that he's taking steps forward. Like, I don't think in any way he's taking steps back, but I don't think he's stayed the same. Like, I would even argue that making sure, like, everyday living and taking care of yourself means you have to continue moving forward. You have to keep stepping. You have to live with yourself and own it and keep moving forward. To me, that's still progress. And what I worry about our current model and seeing that as neutral is that also sometimes takes away the importance of that work. Mm, that's true. Right? But I, and it's like, I don't want to give him a free pass, right? I definitely don't want to say that as well. But I think that there is importance to putting in the work every single day like showing up every single day to work out for example or like eat better or whatever there is a lot of dedication work in doing that every single day um and there's also a lot mm -hmm. of work to him still staying sober every single day that is an active choice it takes work and effort yeah that is true that makes sense i also agree if he just did that and he was not like that was that's to counteract him becoming negative right like when he's drinking he's not the best person and he has a significant negative impact our last episode of the last season we just saw the huge impact of all the people who had trauma mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. of his drug and alcohol abuse mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so he isn't doing that anymore mm -hmm. and then we saw the second last episode where <laughs> because he was not doing that anymore he was able to make positive impact to everyone's lives like diane's there she's on antidepressants she's doing better you know, Princess Carolyn seems to be doing better in her life because now she can take time off to fly and find new talent because Judah, right? All that fun stuff. Yeah, I, I definitely would say that it does... I do agree that it does take work to maintain your health and do quote-unquote good things, I guess. Mm -hmm. If we label things as good and bad. True. Mm, I guess it's more so that... Like, eventually, when you keep doing that, I feel it's kind of like, it's it's almost like a norm for you. And I think that's kind of where it's coming from. Like, once it becomes yeah. a norm, then it's like, then what is the step forwards and step backwards in yeah. this new norm kind of thing? Yeah. And I think it's also a question about when is this a norm, right? Mm -hmm. um, I think it's so fresh mm -hmm. and it's kind of so new. Because he's just gotten out of rehab. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely say, like, we would probably would see at least a year before things become a norm. Especially for, like, if you're... Yeah, and I think it's also going to not be that mm -hmm. easy. Like, the work becomes easier every day, right? Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure the first few months are going to be the hardest. But then there's a point in which it is a little bit easier to maintain for him long term. Mm -hmm. I think we'll see, especially that now the distress is in. Because we haven't really seen other stresses. Like, yes. once he's moved out, like, once yep. this big stress of the whole Penny situation is in, I think we'll have to see what, how he reacts, and that will be a big game changer. Yep. Do you think that will be the last stressor, or what do you see for stressors on, on BoJack? Like, that's definitely a big stressor, for sure. Mm, well, his relationship with Holly Hawk will be another stressor. Mm-hmm. If she... Depends on what she does or doesn't do. Mm -hmm. Um, What other people had he impacted? Oh, yeah, Gina and, like other people i guess it's like if he runs into them again those could be stressors as well yep mm, 
I think there'll always be news for shows. Like we never know what could like his his finances right now. He's like almost getting to the red zone. That could that could be another stressor too. Like he have to like live off of like a professor's salary for the first time in his life. Yeah, do you think that'll be hard for Bojack? Mm, we don't know what he buys. What does he really spend his money on? I guess yeah, we talked about this a bit earlier, like before when he was like breaking things and like buying boats and like random things and like a helicopter to seal the Hollywood <laughs> D. You know, yeah. He doesn't do that as much. I think a lot of that was his alcohol. Like, he spent mm-hmm. a lot of money on alcohol and drugs. Um, mm-hmm. He spent a lot of money on the damages from that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, also on the rash decisions, such as buying a restaurant. <laughs> he does not spend money on a therapist, from my understanding. Mm. And he does not spend money on AA. Um, but he pays a mortgage, I assume, because he has a house. Unless it's already paid off. Unless it's, I I don't know if it is mm. uh, I I don't think so and then I assume he has a car mm. and now he's playing probably for rent and then his professor salary which I think both things he should be able to pay at least mm. with his you know salary and does he need the house in Hollywood if he's not going to work there like if he's really strapped he could just sell mm-hmm. those things yeah I wonder what's going on at his house right now I wonder if someone's in there just chilling well, maybe it's like, like his the last place. time. <laughs> you know, like the last time he took off and it became David Boreanaz's house tour thing. <laughs> Except Tom's who not knows? there anymore, so who knows? Yeah, exactly. Who knows, right? There's no one watching it. He's left it alone for a whole year before, like that year when he was um, in Michigan, right? At the Sugarman Cottage? Oh, yeah. I mean, what? Yeah. And it was fine when he came back. Yeah, so it was fine when he came back. So, you know, maybe he's okay with it. Maybe he might sell it. Who really knows? Who knows? But we'll see how things go with him and everyone else. And everyone else, because Melina, we're going to keep watching. We're almost done. We're in the final stretch. So it's really coming together. Do you have an idea of how the show is going to end? Hmm. No, I do not. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Melina's like, already, it's tricky. Didi's asking questions. It's a trap. Uh, Maybe it is a trap, Melina. We'll have to find out. So remember, tune in, listeners, uh, and subscribe. Like. Follow. Rate. Share. And everything else. And everything else so that you can find out what happens and how Melina's going to react to the end of season six. Stay tuned, everyone. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Follow us on our socials. We're Yakin' About Bojack on Instagram and Yakin' About Pod on Reddit. You can listen to us on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Yakin' About Bojack is produced, recorded, and edited by Melina and Aditi. Music is by Podcast Co.'s royalty-free album, Keep Calm and Podcast, the song One Fine Day. All thoughts on this podcast are personal opinions. If you or someone you know is experiencing issues with addiction, substance abuse, or any of the topics mentioned in this episode, please know there is hope and seek professional help.